Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode. Um, we're here today with some exciting news from Colombia, and we've got Andrew here to talk to us. And it's a huge project. We're excited about it, and we hope you're excited about it. Um, welcome, Andrew. Hello, thank you. Yeah. Good to be here. So please tell us about the project. What's going on? What's happening? What can we expect? Sure. Uh, so we started the project about two, three and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, started working on it full time two and a half years ago. And there's always like two baskets that people are interested in when you're starting UWC. Like where, where will it be? Yeah, yeah. And then the other important basket is how will you pay for it? Uh, that's an important one as well. Uh, the where will it be one is more fun to talk about. So, <laughs> like, uh, so Colombia as a country is yeah. where you know we started, and that started both because I had personal connection there. My father lived there for for ten years. Yeah. Um, but also because Colombia, when we started the project, was just signing the peace accords after fifty years of civil war. A lot of people think of Colombia; they think of narco's, they think of Pablo Escobar. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, in the last five years, the country's really been transitioning out of that yeah. uh, and moving to fulfill the potential that the country's had for a long, long time. And so, I think, yeah. so we wanted to, to be in this moment uh, of Colombia's history. Yeah. And I think as a school, we tend to tackle these stereotypes and want to work against them. And mm. you've mentioned Pablo Escobar and all those other things. And I think it's important for an institution like UWC to go over there. Mm. But how important is it for you to get this project done? How, how much would you like to see it happen? <laughs> <laughs> with, all of my, with all of my life. <laughs> yeah. uh, since I even heard of UWC, yeah. I personally was interested in starting a school. Yeah. Uh, and then I found out about UWC and I was like, this is pretty cool. Why don't I try and start a UWC? So I worked in India for four years uh, at the UWC in India. And then I was in Bosnia for three years. Uh, before going to Colombia and trying to start a school there. Yeah. Uh, but for the last two and a half years, it's been my entire life, pretty much, uh, yeah. working on the project. So, I mean, I want to see it happen more than anything. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, so we have a site. Uh, we have a location. It's in the coffee region in the country, kind of right in the middle. Uh, beautiful kind of rolling hills. There's views of snow-capped peaks. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a, a river valley kind of just down below the site. Uh, coffee plantations around us. It's kind of about two hours from Cali, you know, close to the Pacific coast, not too far from Medellin, yeah. a little farther from Bogota. Um, so it's a really beautiful kind of location. It'll be about 15 minutes outside of a town of about 50,000. Um, so that's, yeah, the, the, the site is great. And it's actually in partnership with the National Federation of Coffee Growers. Yeah. So we'd have a real connection with coffee in the country, which is really emblematic, a positive uh, image of Colombia. Yeah. So you, you mentioned something about um, the two main questions that mm -hmm. arise when you're talking about a huge project like this. You mentioned yeah. the funding. Yeah. So how far are you with that? And not to scare any potential donors, <laughs> but... Um, how much would you need to have a successful project and meet your goal? Are you planning to finish this project in the next two years? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we're, we're hoping to open in 2021. Uh, and in terms of how much we need, there's sort of two main budgets that you, that you think about when you're opening a, a UWC. One is the pre-opening budget, so most of that's construction. Uh, and then you have to fill the buildings once they're built with classrooms and with, with desks and beds and all those sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, and then the other budget is the operating budget. So for the construction budget, uh, it's a lot cheaper to build in Colombia than it was in Germany. So our total budget for that's around $12.5 million. And we have almost all of that committed to. There's one big donor who has a construction company, and he said he'll build the whole school for free. Um, so we have most of that money already covered. And then to run the school, to run UWCs, because of the, the strong commitment to scholarship provisions, yeah. um, the, our average annual budget for each of the first 10 years 
uh, is $4.2 million a year. So that's, again, quite a bit less than the school here in Germany, uh, maybe more on par with Costa Rica or India. Yeah. Um, and what you need, what UWC International requires, is that uh, maximum 75% uh, of that, of your budget, is goes towards scholarships. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so what that means is we need to raise most of that. Some of that's raised by UWC International. So we're raising around 66% of that. Yeah. So that's $2.9 million a year that we need to raise. Uh, and then you, you, the UWC International requires a 10-year commitment. Mm -hmm. So I would say we have, of that $2.9 million a year, about $1.7, $1.8 million, maybe $1.9 million in commitments from existing donors. And so we're still missing one big donor. So if anyone out there is listening that they, they wanna give a million dollars a year to a school in Colombia, yeah. send me an email, yeah. let's get in touch. Um, but yeah, we're, we're getting close. We really just need like one more big donor to come through. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're still keeping it live with more flavor in the Flavor Dome and we have Andrew here. So going back to you, Andrew, um, as a UWC student, I know how important it is to get as much diversity as we can. So with this project, I'm sure everybody's excited as I am about it. And are you tackling different regions that we haven't had before? Are you looking into getting more students and more engagement from uh, countries that we haven't had before? That's a great question. Yeah, one of the fun things that you do when you set up a new school is you get to think about questions like that, like creating the community. Yeah. So our plan is to have 25% Colombians, kind of like here, I think it's 25% German. Mm -hmm. Another 10% from Spanish-speaking Latin America. Spanish, we include Portuguese, because mm -hmm. they're going to learn Spanish really easily. Yeah. And then 65% from the rest of the world. And one of the things we've done is actually looking at look at the global population structure. Um, you, of course, wouldn't do that naturally because then you'd have 17% Chinese and 14% Indians. Mm -hmm. But we will have sort of 3% Chinese, 3% Indians. And then uh, Africa is around 10% of the global population. So we want to make sure, sure we're really close to that yeah. um, and, and, and kind of represent the globe uh, as the demographics of the globe play out in some sense. So we want to kind of have a real representation of the world as, as you do. And, you know, if you have the money to do it, you can make those offers to national committees. Um, so that's something we're, we're really interested in. Yeah, I think it's a very um, interesting and dynamic project. And do you have any partners that you'd like to mention and that we should also be thankful for? Because, I mean, this is a very big project, as I've mentioned before, and we are also grateful for this kind of opportunity. So are there any partners that you're working with in this project? And if so, who are they? Yeah, I mean, so one big one, of course, for the land itself is the National Federation of Coffee Growers in Colombia. Essentially, they are an organization that supports and works with coffee growers all the way down to sort of, you know, a, a guy who is like 50 coffee plants. If they want to sell coffee in Colombia, they work with the National Federation of Coffee Growers. So they're a big partner for us. And then the other big one is a company called, it's, it's called Colpatria. Uh, and they are a bank, insurance company, and construction company, a big organization, one of the bigger ones in the country. And the owner of that uh, is someone who I met about a year and a half ago uh, and convinced him to visit a UWC. And he was going to be in Amsterdam for work. So we went down to UWC Maastricht uh, and, and showed him the school. And he had that moment, which for me is always a big one for UWC, new people exposed to UWC, which is the like, how have I never heard of this before moment? Yeah. And that, that to me is a great moment with people, new people to UWC. And yesterday we brought a really important guy here, as maybe uh, people at RBC will know, is the president of the Inter-American Development Bank. And he's someone who can really make some phone calls to other potential donors. So RBC has played a big part in, in the potential founding uh, if, if that guy makes some phone calls uh, in the next week or so. So 
we'll yeah. thank the school here. Yeah, definitely. And you, you talked about how you met someone who had this eye opener, and I think that's very important. But as UWC, most of the colleges have certain movements, if you might say. Mm-hmm. And from what you've said, I've gathered that you have a fine blueprint and the plan is ready to be executed. Here we focus on sustainability. Mm-hmm. Do you have any focus that you're going for with this new campus in Colombia? Do you have any uh, priority? Are you going to be focusing on politics? Are you going to be focusing on something different? If so, could you explain for us? Sure, it's funny. We, when we started, we, ha- we were actually really interested in focusing on uh, cities. Uh, but with the site that we found, it, we're kind of a little bit out in the countryside, so we think it doesn't make a lot of sense. There is one thing we're thinking about, which is very controversial uh, when we talk to uh, sort of alumni and students, yeah. and we're not 100% on, deci- on doing this. Uh, but one thing we're thinking about is instead of taking in 100 first years in the first year, and then they become second years and focusing on second years, and then the next generation comes in, we would take in 200 students in the first year and keep them for two years, and then they would graduate, we would take in another batch of 200 students. So we sort of have education by generation. You have a full generation of 200 students, carry them for two years, let them graduate and start over again. And the idea is every generation of UWC student gets to make its own UWC in the same way that the pioneer batch here, the pioneer batch in any school got to do, um, that each generation would kind of come into UWC, imagine getting to RBC and not having second years to kind of say, this is how things work here. Obviously, you lose something in the mentorship and the, 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 the good relationships that come with that, but you're given the kind of blank slate to say, what do we want to do with this place? What activities do we want to make? Who, how do we re- want to relate to teachers? How do we want to relate to each other? Um, so that's one, one idea we're, we're playing with. Yeah, and I think as uh, a second year student here, I think those <laughs> <laughs> kind of relationships that are looming to an expiry date are very um, depressing. But... I think it's very important what we've had today. And so thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you'd like to maybe leave details for potential donors, that would be great. But thank you so much for coming. Absolutely. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, it's been great to be here. Yeah. More flavors signing out. Thank you. <laughs>